Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts. Listen to your butts. Loosen your butts. I changed it. <laughs> it's written down in front of me and I said it wrong. It's time for couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians, and on Couples Therapy, we bring you the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close to sets together about the relationship. Sometimes we have guests in studio. That's one of these, Naomi. Ooh, we got a fun one. Uh, this was lovely. These were, um, uh, I guess, can, can we say new friends of ours? I was literally about to say, I was like, I think this is officially 
these are our new friends. You guys, we are sitting down and talking to Ashley Birch and Mort Burke. They're a true power couple, okay? Ashley's a writer, an actor, a voiceover actor, known for her work on shows and video games like Steinsgate, Attack on Titan, Fortnite, Final Fantasy, and she's on the upcoming Apple show Mythic Quest. Uh, you're on that too, Naomi. Ooh. Mort Burke is an actor you've seen on Drunk History, Lady Dynamite, Comedy Bang Bang, Mindy Project, and one of my and Andy's favorite shows, Enlisted. With another one of our friends and also a couples therapy uh, regular, regular? <laughs> Michelle Buteau. So we sit down with these folks and it is a good time. Before we get to that wonderful, beautiful conversation, a little housekeeping, baby girls. Uh, let's see here. What should we do first, Naomi? What about our live shows? We got some live shows coming up, you guys. August 1st, we will be in New York City at Union Hall. Two shows, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Oh, man. I'm very psyched. Gene Gray is going to be on one of the shows. Uh, wonderful hip-hop MC. We got Dulce Sloan from The Daily Show on one of them. We got Alex English, who you know from The Rundown with Robin Thede and Night Train with Wyatt Senek. And uh, it's just going to be a wonderful time. Also, the next day, we're going to be in Philadelphia at Good Good Comedy Theater doing right. couples therapy. Naomi, you are also going to be doing an hour of stand-up. It's, an, it's a night of us at Good Good Comedy <laughs> Theater, okay? Friday, August 2nd. So you can hit us up. That's 8.30 and 10 p.m. Uh, and then uh, we're back here on uh, August 10th in L.A., Yes. Uh, at the Virgil. So if you want tickets to any of those shows, go to CouplesTherapyPod.com. While you're there, you can also sign up for our Patreon for the low, low price of $5. You get two extra episodes a month with just me and Naomi. We get in real deep with issues. We goof around. We sing songs sometimes. I mean, we'll tell you happy birthday. (laughs) That's what we do on the Patreon. Uh, It's a real wonderful time. People seem to like it a lot. So you can sign up on CouplesTherapyPod.com for that. You can also find the call-in line. Every once in a while, we do advice episodes, and if you call in, you can leave a voicemail and ask us a question. We will answer it on one of these episodes. You can also write in if you want, but you can find all that stuff at CouplesTherapyPod.com. What else do we have to tell them? Anything, Naomi? I think they know everything else. Yeah, we met uh, we met Ashley and Mort for real at a we were at a party. I think we referenced that in yeah, this episode. Yeah, we discussed the whole thing, but that's where we met, and then we were like, we want to talk to you guys, and honestly... It was a fun time. I think we, we know, we were in a weird emotional space coming in, but I feel like we all got on the same page. We had some good lulls. My soul feels rejuvenated. It really does. I feel, uh, I'm floating. I hope yours will feel too. Roll it. <laughs> well, Naomi, you and Ashley, did you guys meet working on, was it Mythic Quest now? Yes. Yes. We did. Yeah, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. First, I think the first scene I did was with Ash. I think that's Maybe true. The second. Where half of my body was covered by a green screen, I think. Yes, you had to stand. And in I just place. heard your voice from afar. You Do you play a centaur great. in this? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was just all centaur. a normal office comedy plus me as a centaur. That would be my <laughs> ideal show. <laughs> Before we get in deep, you guys introduce yourselves slash your voices for the listener. Oh right. Uh, hey, I'm Mort Burke. And I'm Ashley Birch. We're dating. We've dated and are continuing. <laughs> You're making that choice every day. <laughs> it's true. It's You're true. a conscious decision. You and are. of course, Mort and I met on Enlisted. I played the lead <laughs> on that show. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, sexier yeah. now. Yeah. Thanks. You look great. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's so nice. Thanks. I think my only acting credit is I was in a a, a photograph in the on the Pete, <laughs> on the, the Pete Holmes show. 
What? And I got paid. I, I, Did you? You I got, got a paid SAG right SAG. I got two. Ooh. I was in two photos. Got paid twice. Okay, you know that's like all I want because like when I, I love procedurals. One of my, my favorite shows, Criminal Minds. This is like its last season and I was like, okay, I have no power. No one was this girl. 15 years coming to a close. Are you okay? Longest relationship in my life. <laughs> what am I going to do? But my big goal was that, you know, they always have the faces of like the previous victims. Yeah. I was like, can I just be a fucking victim face? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And right. you are, you're a photograph actor now. Yeah. That's right. like your, so you, that's literally my you. only credits. So <laughs> like, can you get me in? I don't know. Um, Ash and Mort, I mean, first of all, I just need the listeners to know, I need to tell you on the record, thanks for coming in. Yeah. And thanks for going on an emotional journey with us today. Oh, gosh. Um, Ashley and Mort, you know, late in the day, in the afternoon, I was like, hey, can we push to 6.30 instead of 6 like a goddamn animal? <laughs> because we were in the middle of a cat issue, and Ooh. we just had to run around, and we just had to get him in. You know, the doctor was like, 5 o'clock. And of course, that's the only opening they had at the vet, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. When I got somewhere to be a fucking sick. For the <laughs> listener, I, 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 was, uh, I was tapping away at my computer, and I looked down, and I saw spots of blood. On the ground. Ugh, and I look gosh. over and I see our dear darling Squee, his ear is bleeding. Oh, oh. Dying, dying. Terrifying moment no, in the can owner's don't say, life. They, yeah, yeah, I hate that very mm. much. Hold on, Amy. Your phrasing was a little. Oh, no, no. The cat is not dying. I am dying <laughs> at the thought. Oh, my God. You're so Jesus correct. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're so correct. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Cat's listener. fine. Cat's fine. Cat, Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we <laughs> went to the, the vet and everything's fine. But just that moment of panic. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the, that's the emotional space I'm living in today. Oh, man. What <laughs> I a mean, vulnerable we, spot. Yeah, we own two cats, and mm-hmm. I felt like a small bump on one of them once, and I almost had a heart attack. So I can't well, imagine. <laughs> and want to actually bleed. We lost our dear Samantha for um, like two two weeks. two weeks or something, and I didn't know if Ashley was going to survive. I was. So I mean, it was. I can curse, right? Of course. Obviously, yeah, I'm so fucking <laughs> bummed. <laughs> I was so bummed for so long. Yep. I like was walking around the street like a lot, like a fucking orphan child, shaking Dude. a bag of cat food calling to her in yes. the middle of the night. And like two ghosts in the neighborhood in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. Climbing just on like, our neighbor's roof like on she, the daily. She has Terrible. a human name which so it made it seem like we were searching for our daughter. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so she had just gotten out and just like hit, hit the streets yeah. for two whole weeks? Though. Yeah. yeah. But we dude. felt, the, the fucked up thing was that I was in our bathroom and I heard like mm-hmm. from afar and I we saw her on the roof of our neighbor's house so we knew where oh. she was even. On the roof. But we couldn't what? get to her because she's so fast. And, yeah. and, and jet black and weighs a pound, so it's like so it's oh, a, she's tiny. She's yep. very small. Mm-hmm. So for two weeks, I was like going out there with a bag of food. We got a possum trap, dude, and we went onto the neighbor's roof like Steel, Seal Team Six at like <laughs> 10 p.m. We asked them if we could go onto the roof, yeah, and then and they asked like, us to stop coming around their house because we're, we're mani- making them uncomfortable. We're maniacs. <laughs> I was like, this cat. I was so bummed. Charlotte, who you met, I think on set, was like. Fuck those people. This is your baby. Do whatever you need to do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And much like Osama, you found that there was a cachet of pornography. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one what hitter. else did they find yeah. in Osama's weird little cavern? I don't know. One time, uh, my old cat, Professor Whiskers. So I was moving. Well, that's a great name. Isn't it? Thank you. I was moving from. You should from have his own well, cartoon. Yeah, what was his voice, actually? You should be the voice of Professor Whiskers. What was his area of study? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, surprisingly, anthropology. <laughs> Um, mostly though French, like the French annals, he did uh, a yeah. little, a uh, little sociology Bordeaux. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, uh, <laughs> I was moving from Pittsburgh to the point is one of my, that's a good like podcast a, name. The point is ellipses. Uh, Richard Camaro, he does in the middle of 
There's a dead milkman song. Yes. I'm no okay. You know. I'm anyway, with you. Yes. Okay. Camaro. <laughs> Children of the eighties. When punk was punk. When punk was punk. Oh God, the two of you. Yeah, when Henry oh, Rollins the was, was a real musician <laughs> and not acting in the chase. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Go on with Professor Wisp. I was moving from Pittsburgh to Philly, and we had packed up the the house, and I took out my air conditioner, and I forgot to close the window after oh, I took the air conditioner. No. And I go and take a shower, and when I get out, I see the windows open, and I can't find Professor Whiskers anywhere. And I start, this is the second floor, too. <gasps> I start flipping out. Naturally. And I yep. run everywhere, and then I, like, glance outside. He's just chilling out on the porch, <laughs> just licking his leg. Aww. Like, nothing's wrong. Just wanted that direct sun. Yes. Yeah. That's what he did. That's all he wanted. That's, That's it. Sweet oh, my God. And then did Samantha just one day show up at the door, though? Well, so we got a possum trap. Okay. Originally, I put KFC in there because... <laughs> My friend was like, you get a Whopper and they'll come running. Right. And someone else said KFC. And I was like, all right. So I bought KFC, I think, for the first time in my entire life. And then I got trapped in there because I was <laughs> so that hungry. delicious chicken. <laughs> but I put it in there, nothing. And then my friend was like, you should actually just put a can of wet cat food in there. Yep. Yes. So we did. More and I were going on a Christmas Eve walk, a little jaunt. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the door was closed. And I was like, oh, could it be? And I went and uh, Samantha's fully black. She's a Halloween cat. Um, and I saw like white and like brown patches. So I was like, oh, it must be another cat. <laughs> and this creature's head turns and it's a full on fucking adult, crazy looking possum. It's like <laughs> mouth kind of open, staring oh God, at me oh with God. like a million teeth. Yeah. Oh. It was terrifying. And I, the, the mouth open thing, yeah. it, there's like this weird, I don't even care to no, describe it. It has like three rows of teeth, no, no tongue, yeah, just they're teeth. Mm-hmm. They're scary and creepy. Yeah. Possums yeah to me. More, sure was that like, wasn't that thing from Stranger Things? Could have been. It probably was. Yeah. It was so freaky. <laughs> Mort said, uh, let me open this. It'll take you away and make you its possum queens. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he's trying to do. So, uh, trying to marry my lady. So, he opened the gate. And I was like, that possum's never going to fucking leave. That's like a possum hotel. I put a blanket in there. Yeah. Oh, but then I went to bed early that night, distraught from losing Fully. Samantha. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Mort woke me up at like 12.05 in the morning on Christmas Day. <laughs> Samantha was in the possum trap. <gasps> She had got in there? As a Christmas miracle. A true Christmas miracle. A true miracle. Christmas miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's the cuddliest cat in America. Oh, yeah. It changed her, dude. It she's been on the streets her. now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now. She's, she's, like, was, she's like, oh, I had the good life and didn't know it. Yeah. Right. I was out in these streets. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And didn't realize how rough it was. That's yeah. Right. Trapped on roofs. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. out there for a pimp. It truly. <laughs> and Samantha was like, oh, no, I'm too little to be out in these streets. <laughs> Are you guys stress eaters? Mm. Uh, like, how did you deal with the st- over, over those two weeks? How did you deal with the stress? Oh Great. my god, what did I do? Uh, I think I we... binged TV. Uh huh. I like watched a lot of Parks and Rec. I think, or maybe New Girl. Yeah, just a, <laughs> one of those one of those sitcoms. Right. I think I tried to remain calm for Ashley's sake. I think <laughs> was I was trying okay. to be an emotional rock. That, were, that was my version of you. Were like playing your gender. You were like, I'm the man of the yeah, house. I'm trying to be real. I'm yes. gonna hold it down. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to tell from my voice, but I'm hyper masculine. <laughs> You are, for the listener, he is lifting weights right now. Yeah, 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 some yeah. bicep curls. More I'm looking, I'm looking at his, a centerfold. <laughs> a Playboy centerfold. Um, how did you two crazy kids meet out in the streets? <laughs> on these streets? It's all the streets. Yeah, we, it's we, all we, a we were looking for cats yeah, yeah, and you found was, each other? Yeah. yeah. It was, the, it was South Central cats. Los Angeles. It was the streets. It was literally the plot of Aristocats, uh, the <laughs> Disney film. Um... <laughs> We met through a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was playing. Um, are, do either of you guys play games? 
Nah. I do. If you count Ravenhill, yeah. which I, I don't think you should, it's a hidden object in matching game. <laughs> I do. Naomi does in order to, uh, I, w- I didn't say appease me, but like if I'm like, we should be social, then you will play a game. Wait, social like with no, each other? No, you mean like video games. Video games, ask? yeah. She means video oh, games. Yes, just me then. Just you. I okay. thought you meant like, like boy, if No, if no, people... Ash is a gamer queen, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you needed to know those facts. Perhaps I refer to as the ultimate gamer queen. You do. All the time. Wow. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that full title. <laughs> well, wasn't it something funny when we met, when you guys met, you and Ashley, Andy, and you mentioned Steins Gate, and then later we found out oh. you were a voice on Steins Gate? <laughs> we were talking, so, okay. Kicking himself. For the audience, we were talking about Naomi since moving to Los Angeles has become a real anime stan. Ooh, I'm an anime stan. Uh, and there's a handful of ones that I think um, trans something. What's the second word in that? Uh, the, the transcend? Just transcend, thank, thank you. you. The, the one word? Transcend? Because I, I was going to say grass, transgress, and I, no. I'm like, that doesn't feel right. That's not the flavor. Transcend, the kind of just like the regular, like what you think of as anime. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um uh, uh, Death Note, and oh, I said, I and then I was, I was trying to, I was like, oh right, Steins Gate's the other one, mm-hmm. and then I found out that you were a voice on that, and I felt very, <laughs> uh, very uh, embarrassed. I didn't know that. I don't know why I was embarrassed. You, I didn't yeah, know you've pe- no reason to be embarrassed. I don't go around walking around with people's like IMDb <laughs> resumes in my head. Right. That's kind of weird. If you were like, dude, I love this movie, and then you later you're like, oh, I was talking to the star of that movie. I saw. Oh, I don't know what to do in that situation because right. I. I feel like it's like kind of an arrogant thing to be like I'm in that, but like yeah. maybe that's the more polite thing to do. Should I have done that? No, you should no, have. You, you should handled it perfectly. Okay, you should have elbowed me, and I would have said it. <laughs> yeah, would you have remembered that I was in the anime Steins Gate? Just from now on, I'll know. Whenever you elbow me, I'll know. You just start I, listing my. Yes, yeah, so I just say she's in that video game that I you're talking about. All of Naomi's. If, if someone, I was like, oh, uh, Adam ruins everything. <laughs> Andy, please, Andy, please. It's sick. Can I tell you guys how relieved I was, though, to be at a party, a Hollywood party, and get to talk about anime? Because I feel so uncomfortable at parties. And the second you brought up anime, I was like, yes, thank God. Something I <laughs> comfort. And that party, too, had like like beautiful neon lights. It felt like yeah. an 80s Hollywood party. Everyone was very, yeah. very attractive. A little bit. Everybody was hot as hell in great dresses. Yeah, yeah, it felt like what? I was like, oh, this is what this is. Yeah. This yeah. is that deleted scene from Entourage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had like that intense vibe. Entourage, a deleted scene from Entourage plus a deleted scene from Drive. Had came together yes, came to together. make that party, yes. and and Richard Plus, Grieco was there. Aside, aside, a uh, scene from Big Bang Theory, I guess, because we we're talking about anime. <laughs> it's a really weird eclectic mix. Um, I'm getting all over the place, but you were talking about games. Did you guys meet through games? Oh, so we were. I was playing uh, this game called The Last Guardian. Have you played it, Andy? No. Uh, I'm I'm a Nintendo guy. Ooh, so. nice. That's the right niche if you're gonna pick one. Yeah. Uh, but The Last Guardian is just it's like. Um, I don't know how to describe. It. It's kind of more of a like an artsy game, but um, mm-hmm. you're a little you're like a little boy that has a, a massive uh, dog creature as a friend. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, and so I was playing this with uh, our friend Andrew. Mort came over, and the dog is really cute, but it has like bird feet. <laughs> and Mort was watching us play, and he was like. Oh, this dog's feet really bummed me out. And, uh, I hated his feet. They're very like, gross. That's the fucking funniest way to phrase that. And I was like, I like this guy. It's a huge bummer. Because it's, it's uh, what's the never-ending story or uh-huh, whatever? Uh-huh. It's like that much fun. And then also it has disgusting, gross bird feet. <laughs> but saying these feet bum me out right. is such a funny way to phrase right. it. made me sad. Yeah. Right. So it's Falcor yeah. with weird feet. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> so that was how we met. He was very funny immediately. 
And I was like, one day. One day he <laughs> really? shall be mine. You, you were a smitten kitten. <laughs> I was a smitten kitten. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And were you a smitten kitten? Yeah, I was like, dude, it was so natural right away, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. That it almost kind of went over my, I almost even like, it went on my radar because it was so easy, I think. I think you were probably also kind of, I think you said once too that you were a little worried about being weird and creeping on your friend's friend. Because yeah, I, I, pers- no. I don't know, maybe. Because I, pers- I, I had pursued you right. very intensely. Well, Ashley asked, <laughs> Ashley asked me out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ash. I know. Yeah. You, were you always that way? A straight shooting sister? You, you know. <laughs> I'm just making a phrase. <laughs> they all yeah. seem very legitimate and like, like well tried. And SSS. Like- <laughs> You're a triple S? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I thought no, but then I went back through my my lexicon of being rejected in my life. And yes, yes, I have. It's strange because I see myself as kind of an anxious bunny, but I I asked out many a guy and uh before Mort, I think was rejected every time. Really? <laughs> Everyone? Uh, no way. Every time I asked a guy out before you, I think I was rejected. Yeah. Really? Wait, every yeah. time? That's crazy. That's, That's like a handful of times. Bizarre. That's insane. You know, but maybe I was like, a late bloomer. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you, yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, is that why? Yeah. <laughs> I was humbled over and over again. You were tr- brought low. <laughs> what a, what a sad, if we could see like a clip show version of that every single time, you like, whatever, just optimistically ask 10 of those in a row. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Of course not. Like, of course not is hard. No, they were all very nice to me. One guy tried to come back later, and I was like, nah, uh. Mm-hmm. Ship sailed, my dude. Nice. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that's sorry. The power. Hold on. Kind of, not really. Well, it wasn't that intense. How did that all happen? How um, long? Wait, what was the reject? What was his rejection of you? And then how long until did it wait? And then what was your rejection of him? It was all very mild. I was like, do you want to go out? And he was like, oh, I don't really see you that way. And I was like, okay. And then. He dated a friend of mine in high school, and then I got to like this. It was a middle school that I asked him out, and then <laughs> wow. like junior, wait, sophomore, junior year of high school, maybe someone was like, he might be into like trying to go on a date, and I was like, no, thanks. And then that was yes, of, it was very yes. very mild. Yes, no, I'm just like, honey, I'm a petty LaBelle, just like you. <laughs> Even though it's like you've gone through puberty, maybe you've grown. <laughs> I will never fucking forget. <laughs> I love it. Hold some shit against somebody they did when they were 11. That's my way. You know that's my way, dude. You are lit today, dude. <laughs> because we've been on an emotional roller coaster. There's all this cat energy. Yeah, yeah. scared for your cat energy is like bubbling. Yeah. Yep, I get oh it. yeah. Little... I was wild that two weeks Samantha was gone. Yeah, man, so crazy. And here's the other thing I noticed, re- I was thinking recently about cats, is that people are projecting, people hate cats. They're projecting so much shit. They're like, cats are fucking assholes. You're like, <laughs> it weighs a pound and a half. You're acting like it fired you from your job or something. <laughs> Mark, this is my theory about the people yes. who say that. Those people are assholes. Because I think cats pick up on your energy. Mm-hmm. All right, and if you are a decent God-fearing person, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God-fearing, yeah, true. Whatever God, God, whatever God, you, you, right, doesn't matter. They will, they will pick up on that and come to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you, uh, if if you are uh, uh, Satan-fearing, if you are <laughs> a cruel, if you are um, right. a shriveled cockroach of a person, yes. right, yeah. they pick up on that and they stay and they're like, Nuh-uh. the hell away. No, they're also you. you're huge compared thank to them. Yeah. If a thirty foot man came in here and you <laughs> know what I mean, was like you. scratching yeah, right. my ears, I would fail. <laughs> <laughs> do everything in my power to stop that maniac. <laughs> well, also a cat doesn't need to fucking dance for you. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Founders. They can like you, but their liking of you is just more subdued. It is a let me lay next to you, let me pet. It was like 
We ain't jumping. We ain't yelling. Yeah, it ain't yeah. a whole production. They don't need you. Truly. Then, and if you're needy. Mm-hmm. They don't like that. They don't like that. Yeah. They don't like mm-hmm. it. And you know what? Like, respect. Yeah. Respect yeah. to boundary. Yeah, they're like little models. <laughs> like like runway models? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot models. <laughs> like a hot little models. <laughs> I'm sexually attracted to cats. <laughs> we should, maybe should have talked about this before. It is a sex thing. And this is what couples therapy is about. Yeah. You know? Maybe we, we should uh, pick up on this on the other side of the break. <laughs> All right. Attraction to cats. <laughs> That's going in your uh, in your wiki. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait. That's top of the wiki now. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host the Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. So, cats. <laughs> I was just a fool and can we move on? <laughs> I was a goofing and a fool. I was just doing yucks and gags. <laughs> yeah, I was gaffing. How long have you guys been dating? How long have we been dating? Two and a half years? Yeah, over two. Two and a half. And are you like living together? Yeah. We are. Yeah. How long has that been happening? Year, year and something. Oh, wow. Okay. We moved in fast. Okay, yeah. you, you, you went in hot. We, yeah. We tried, yeah, we went in hot. Yeah. What, what, how did you know it was time to get in there? We went on a very long road trip together hmm? to St. Louis, Missouri, where Mort is from. Mm-hmm. And that's how many days I, was that? I don't know. I was like, let's drive there to see if we can break this relationship up. <laughs> <laughs> You like a pressure cooker. Yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's get a real crucible going. And we were in a Chevy, our Chevy Spark, which we love this car, but it is not like large or luxurious, no. really. No, You're very close to the other person yep. the entire time. It doesn't have a CD player. It's like a very no. Oh, God. The auxiliary cable trip? broke, like, not even the uh, uh, cable, the port broke, like, <laughs> when we got to Missouri, and I was like, ooh, that's going to be rough on the way back. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't get enough, we didn't get in any fights, and- had fun the whole time, and then when I got when we got back, I like dropped him off because it was we it was my car at the time. We dropped I dropped him off, and then uh, I was like, oh, I kind of miss him. Like after spending mm. like two weeks straight, we kind we sort of wanted to hang out the next day. Yeah, after having been trapped in a car. For, yeah, for so I was like a year and a half. Together. Yeah, a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> in going to Missouri. So. <laughs> so uh so yeah, I felt like, well, we might as well just move in together. Yeah, at that point you're like, all right, this seems like we're in good good shape here. We yeah, get, we get along. I say like gangbusters. Yeah, he does like to say that. It's my fun. I said rigmarole earlier, and I was like, no one says that. Yeah, I'm Eighty year old people I say it. Into it. Yeah, no, we're big. I, I use the word scallywag. Yeah. I've said something's the cat's pajamas before. <laughs> now, more don't get attracted to those pajamas. God damn it! Oh, no. Hey, this is the callback. It's now. the callback. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did it to myself. <laughs> Have you had other long-term relationships? I ask this because, like, before Andy and I, the longest relationship I've been in before Andy was eight months. Really? And we push in, we're at nine and a half years. Wow. Congrats. But I will say, like, the first couple years, like, I just overthought everything. Mm. You know what I mean? It was constantly just like, is this normal? What happens next? What our love? <laughs> like, that vibe over and over. Um, what our loves? What our... How many loves do I give you now? <laughs> but like, but that's I hadn't dated much. So, right. you know what I mean? Like I just wasn't, cal- like I wasn't attuned to like even what I thought I wanted for myself, let alone 
Are you happy? Do you love me? Uh huh. Yeah, I. That, that hasn't changed. Okay. Okay. Again, you know, you, I, we have company over, and then you want to bring up some shit around company to drag me. Just playing. I sold you out for a joke. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's what we signed up for right. with welcome each other. To, sell out for a joke. <laughs> sell out your lover for a joke. I I feel like I had my the uh I've had some long term relationships. The one before that, so I was single for three years before we met, mm-hmm. and before that, I was in a relationship for about four and a half years, um, and that one was actually pretty good. It was kind of the healthiest relationship I had had, so I think that helped me to trust this relationship more, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about that. I've been in longer term relationships so that they've all been a little wacky. Like none of them were particularly healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is probably the first long term healthy relationship I've been in. Oh. Um, wow. I would say. And you're not freaking out. Oh, I freak out. <laughs> More knows. I freak out. Uh, yeah. I have baggage now too, which is extra fun. But uh, yeah, so this is yeah, so this is like the. F- Two and a half years of, of a healthy relationship is good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. nice. Well, <laughs> it's a nice wow. change of pace. Because I feel like I think we're we're both trying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're both in therapy and we do stuff. Hello. To try to like yeah. To both try in to... therapy, baby. <laughs> yeah, to, to further your ability to like be with yourself so you can be with another person. That's mm-hmm. why I really like this. I the one thing that I'm trying to be conscious of is that it's easy to blame your partner for pain that was there before them. Yeah. More sister girl. <laughs> he ain't telling no lies. <laughs> and it's yes. so easy where you're like, you did one kind of annoying thing and all of a sudden it brings up a lack of love that existed <laughs> in me from age 12 and now right. I'm that mad at you over this thing. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. What happened at 12? Uh, <laughs> I was... Uh, <laughs> Kidnapped and assaulted. <laughs> Can we not talk about it? Wait, so you're the Naomi. And uh-huh. I feel I feel like you and I more have the same kind of energy. Mm. You're feeling jovial, nice kind. Yeah. yeah. Ashley and I are freaking out. <laughs> Literally, Currently, I saw always. her at that party. I was like, oh, good, someone I know. My boob keeps falling out of this jumpsuit. It's <laughs> like literally how I say hello. It's so funny because you seem very composed oh, and very God. at ease. Oh, thank uh, God. Yeah, but yeah. I was very relieved. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to go the second we got there. And then Michelle was like, Naomi's here. I was like, oh, oh God. Can we go to her immediately? I need to talk to someone else I know. And now, I mean, and I'm not acting like, I'll freak out at a party. I'll freak over it. Although, do you find that having somebody else freaking out makes you feel a little less freaked sometimes? Yes. Right? Because that Because it forces you to be the emotional rock that they can cling to uh-huh. while the waves of anxiety <laughs> splash against them. The ocean that is the pain of life. <laughs> yeah. So yes. So I find when I find there is a certain kind of calming effect to Naomi, to you kind of uh uh losing it. Oh my God. So you're welcome. <laughs> so you're telling me this whole service. So this has not been well, an albatross my... around your neck. <laughs> no, no, because what happens for me is my brain kicks into and the, I the, and we we've learned in couples therapy is this isn't necessarily healthy, but my brain kicks into how can I fix this mode? Mm. How can I calm you? How can I make your anxiety lessen? How can I drain the ocean? Yep. <laughs> and that so then that's the other side of that thing, which is oh that person is having pain that was there before me as well. You know what I mean? So yeah. That that to me helps me yes. not try to fix that stuff as much. Yes, yeah. and you can't fix it, and you just can you can just listen as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've eventually learned. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be there as an 
As the rock of yep. empathy. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> See how far you can taste. I look at me. Oh, you trying to come up with a long ass metaphor, and I just nod and wait to see it come together. Um, but yeah, we've been like, it's been interesting, just because what well, you're saying about you guys both being in therapy. So we still have our couples person who mm. we Skype with in New York because we're addicted to him, and uh-huh. like oh, when you great. find one that works. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Have we ever mentioned him on the show? Okay, everyone, if you are in New York City, okay, you need to be calling up James McGeverin. Okay, guys, <laughs> he has a sliding scale. He is dope. He will give you life. He's coming from all angles. And he's literally responsible for our love. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, we're not in individual therapy because mm. we haven't found a person yep. out, out here. here. Okay. Interesting, because everyone has nine therapists. I'm surprised you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a hot rack for you if you want one. Oh my I'm God, sure. I need it. Uh, yeah, he's actually great. <laughs> but I, but, it's, but it, I will say it is like we're relying on each other more yeah. than mm. we did in New York. Uh-huh. Really? You know, like to be the, the fucking receptacle for everything mm. and to like help me figure it out. Because you're a li- it's easy to get more isolated in LA and then you're kind of isolated mm-hmm. with your partner, right? Yeah. Yes. When and you, you guys just moved it. too, right? So that's extra hard. It's been a couple years, but two yes, years. it feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> oh, right. it's, it's, it's almost two. No, it's two. Oh, wow. July 4th. Mm-hmm. For you, yeah. I got here a month earlier. So yeah, so it's been, but it's true. It's like we're together all the time and like these are our, our we are each other's friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, oh no, that can't be. <laughs> That's not how a love lasts. You got to have your separate lives. Yeah, yeah, it's when you when you make one person responsible for every part of your life, like elevating every part of your life. It's it can get really sticky. Yep, totally. And I do feel like that's a Los Angeles thing where you have to really make an effort to become part of a community. Yeah. In New York, I lived in Chicago for a long time. Whatever, you kind of walk out the door and you're just as like you'll see a buddy within twenty yeah. minutes yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was New York too. Uh-huh. Right. You, 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 that's uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm missing, I've been listening. Uh, there's this band, uh, Magnetic Fields, and there's a song called Hundred Thousand Fireflies." Great and, band. Uh, you when guys punk, are in love now. Oh my god! <laughs> and punk I forgot about. I, I re-listened to one of the to Hundred Thousand Fireflies" the other day for the first time in a long time, and I forgot. There's a line in it that's like. Um, <laughs> Why do we still live here in this repulsive town? All our friends are in New York. Oh, and no, I, you relate to it so much. I listen to say, that. Like, Andrew, you says your name in the lyrics. <laughs> I, I would have to say 20 times in a row, over and over. And then oh. I went on, Super Chunk does a cover of it, listen to that. And then I went on YouTube and listened to all these different people doing covers of the same a song. And I just listening for that line in a different way. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, you God. are speaking to my heart, Stephen Merritt. That's a thing, man. Exploiting music for the sadness. <laughs> like a sadness binge. Be like, it's been uh, Elliot Smith for 48 hours straight. <laughs> you, at, you have a knife poised at your own chest. And you're just like... But I think you have to find the advantages of Los Angeles. Because there's a thing that happens where you can't. It's like having a new boyfriend or girlfriend where you can't compare them to the old one. Mm-hmm. You have to true. find out what you like about L.A. because it's yeah. never going to be New York. It can't. Yeah, It's right. L.A., baby. <laughs> <laughs> what neighborhood are you guys in? Los Feliz. Well, it's slightly yeah, better. We moved, to, we moved to the cool kids area. Yeah. But New York is like dating um, a shapeshifter. That mm. shifts, that changes by uh, based on whatever your moods are. Mm-hmm. And then huh? Los, what that sounds scary? I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? And Los Angeles is like dating a troll who. <laughs> See, <that's> right. 
don't understand your journey. <laughs> no offense to any trolls that are listening. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to find the parts of LA that you like, I think, and things about, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. real active deal to find. No, I know. Do. And we, I just feel like we always talk shit about LA. Like every episode, we'll find a way to be like, we're not happy. Uh-huh. But it's right. also like, we're fine. And also, I'm probably not happy anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just that kind of person. <laughs> I get it. So it's- Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I'd always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers. And the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked... Friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. 
And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Who goes with you type of thing? Honey, I moved to Australia and managed to have a problem, honey. Really? You take yourself where you go. <laughs> That's how I am. Not even, not even like, oh, I, I hate it so much as much as um, nothing is perfect and nowhere you live is going to be able to counteract the emptiness and self-hatred you may feel. Right. And then you really got to face it in a way. Well, that's the, that's the thing. Again, I'm from New York, born and raised. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just, it's just my natural way. What I'm used to, mm-hmm. I can barely drive. Yep. But also, it is a distracting city. Right. New York. Yes. You can yes. walk outside right. and immediately have something going yeah, on. Man. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and also, just like, it is such a struggle to survive. But I kind of like that because if I have to just like literally make sure my train doesn't start going express and I don't end up in fucking Queens, yep. mm-hmm. I don't have time to be like, why isn't my career happening? <laughs> right. You know, if uh, I don't, yes. I have to like fucking like get to where I need to be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, last time I was there, I was, and I love New, the energy. Obviously, is like nowhere else. And I was like, and I've always loved it. But the last time I went was a few years ago. It took me. I was like, it just felt like people were screaming at me for three days straight. Like I was, <laughs> that's what's great about it. I know, but, but having not been in it, but then of course, if you're, it, that's the ultimate distraction, right? If there's yeah. like honking horns and fire engines and children crying, <laughs> I have to like listen to the silence. That's why I just. I put on podcasts all the time, so that distracts me from my anxiety. Mm. Then I, as long as I, I got some fun stuff going on in my ears, I don't have to worry about uh, the looming specter of death. <laughs> okay, his, <laughs> his side just <laughs> poised at my neck. Last night, I had to call you out. Andy's getting ready to go to bed, and again, he can't do any of it without like playing something. But I'm in the bedroom. I'm like already, you know, calling it a night, and there's like a decent hallway, and I can hear whatever podcast he's listening to. Top volume, and I was like, Andy, you're in the room with it. Why is it this loud? I was like, it's like you're playing it loud enough to drown out your brain. Mm. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like if, if, if I'm listening to something, if I have you know, like, if I have like my laptop going or whatever, it's not that loud, right? I'm right next to it, uh, mm-hmm. and his is like, it's like the whole fucking hallway. We are listening to this right now, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you must stop. You must stop. I'm trying to rest. <laughs> My brain is like uh, the Craven's drums in the Spider-Man uh, issues. Craven's Last Hunt, where <laughs> great band, great band. When punk was punk, punk was punk. When punk was punk, baby. <laughs> is there wh- what are th- what are some of the points of connection for you guys? We like to goof is a big one. Yeah, we like to gaff. We like to laugh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're yeah, we're constantly we kind of just do a lot of bits, I guess, together. Yep. Uh, so I guess comedy, and then um, I think we're pretty in sync spiritually. I suppose. I think so. If that's the word to use, <laughs> I like to think um, so. 
What else? We we don't actually have a lot of overlapping hobbies. That's just interesting. interesting. Yes, yeah, since Ashley is the ultimate gamer queen. Yeah, gamer queen. <laughs> there are a million dudes on the internet who, you know what I mean, who would oh. love to sit down and play some goddamn video games. <laughs> I'm not super into it, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We I, did a little bit of Mario Odyssey, though. Totally. And she'll let me talk about skateboarding, which I'm obsessed with. Like... <laughs> So we, I, there's stuff that slightly overlaps, but I think that's because we love each other. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we mostly, I mean, we'll do some TV, but even, it's funny because even our TV interests aren't always aligned, but when when they are aligned, it's like magic. Like we watched Red Dwarf recently for the first time. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so great. It's yep. a sci-fi comedy. It's British. British. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediate selling point, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh my god, for Andy, definitely. Yeah, he's gotten me into like I was like, they have TV in Britain. <laughs> Toast of London. Oh, I'm a oh that, yes. I was going to mention that. <laughs> that is unbelievable. All of us go nuts. Oh yep. my Can god. You- Clem Bendango. <laughs> Can you hear me? Tissue? <laughs> Just any word over enunciation. It's like, hey, Clem Bendango. And all of their names, Ray Purchase is the funniest Ray bloody name. Ray Bloody Purchase. In you fiction. described an episode to me and I loved it. <laughs> Penvelope. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah. The name Penvelope. For literally an old black woman oh that someone God. was in love with. <laughs> like, we gotta watch the whole thing. I watched a couple episodes more. We haven't watched the whole thing. It's so funny. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. So I think we all we like funny shit. You we know just what like I mean? funny shit. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll, yeah, we'll whatever watch stand up and and yeah, we like funny stuff and movies yeah. in general. I think and mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing. I think we get uh, we get along so well conversationally that we like any interest can almost become the other person's in a way. Yeah, we don't like. <clears throat> I don't think we unless it's like a comedy thing. We don't necessarily get like as excited about stuff, but we're pretty we're pretty open to doing. What the, uh, whatever the other person yeah. wants to do. Like, we like different kinds of music, but like I, I, the Ashley has good taste, so the music she plays, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. Yeah, and oh, I'd like to cool. think vice versa. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Does it go yeah. vice versa? Because it doesn't for us. <laughs> Where it's like Naomi's taste, like Naomi likes Beyonce or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, of course, Lemonade slaps. Oh, I hate when you say truly slaps. Andy, like, will find a he slang did word. He did like, it. He did it. He will wear it into the ground. <laughs> oh, I love He really wanted it. props for that, too. He yeah. really <laughs> likes you very expectantly. Well, he also, like, can't say it normally. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, like, it's slaps. It means, like, a look and an enunciation to let us all know. I love it. He leans into it crazy. It's a little impish. You're an imp. slang that uh, is uh, 30 years younger than me. Right, right. <laughs> Um, no, we don't, but I don't understand the indie rock. You know what I, I say? It's, me, it's men who are up here and women who sound like ghosts. <laughs> and so, a gentle ghost. Yeah. It's like, That's I'm like, so don't fucking you, true. Like, don't haunt me. Yeah. And so I don't. So we don't overlap on the music. Uh huh. Yeah. But um, I feel well, like no, I overlap d- into you. My Venn diagram dips into yours, but yours doesn't dip into mine. I don't well, know how you draw that. You probably mm-hmm. don't exploit music for sadness like my man does over here. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like middle school, high school. I mean, girl, give me an Ani DeFranco track. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna I'm say. I'm playing it on loop, and then at some point you're like, "Oh, this isn't helpful." Right? I shouldn't <laughs> be doing this anymore. I'm feeling okay. worse. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely stopped. But I also feel like I'm just not as into music as I used to be. I love like yeah, same. Give me like a good Broadway soundtrack. Like I like voices. I like a belting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be singing around the house. Like we make up songs in the house, and that's a big part of our life. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we do that. Yeah. Well, we we mostly <laughs> adapt. Existing songs to be about our cats. That is our primary. That's what we do. I love that genre. Yeah. You either love that or that made you physically sick to hear that. (laughs) 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 We do. We like take the Beatles' help, and it's now about cats. Yep. Uh huh. That's the that's our main that's our main go to. (laughs) That's our move. 
Because we're of, ch- I, you know, I should have had children already by now. So I <laughs> Helter Scat. Project Hel- Helter Catler. <laughs> you know. Cats. They're pretty <laughs> sleepy <laughs> cats. You know, they're yeah. pretty goofy cats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cats. There was something in the air tonight. That's why I was so bright. Samantha. You know, et cetera. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh-huh. I got that. That's a more subtle parody. Mm. Where you just change the name. Yeah. To be Samantha. It's just to be Samantha. <laughs> I'm way less creative. More does the whole like, song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break and get back into it with Mort and Ashley, y'all. Que onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dada, I love it. All right, we're back. Naomi, name a song, and I'll make name a Beatles song, and I'll make it about a cat. As long as I can remember the melody. Okay, I don't know many Beatles songs. Don't at me, bitches. Okay. <laughs> Yellow submarine. <laughs> we all live in a yellow cat marine. <laughs> yeah. No. You got to change it all together. I don't know the tune, but I would just be like, we all live in a yellow litter box. <laughs> Whatever the tune is, I don't know. Oh, we always way better. See, I went, for, yeah, I went for anti-comedy. You went for real comedy. I went for the cat's life. <laughs> I went to play it real. We, like, we tend to return to the same sort of thematic subject matter. So it'll be like, these cats are pretty goofy, pretty sleepy. It's <laughs> 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 they really like cat food. That's icing about how much they like cat food. More thinks it's so funny that cats like cat food. <laughs> that they have only one food. It is cat food and they love it. Yeah, he thinks it's so funny. Uh, cat, it was only human food. It was just called people food. That's what you, every restaurant, you're like, one food, please. <laughs> no. They just have a big bag that they empty out yeah. onto the plate. And you can't wait. You have to run to it. The way cats run to cat food makes me laugh really are they what's so wild chow's on boys <laughs> they're weird little mouths you were saying that when you guys went on that road trip you didn't fight and I'm like crazy do you find do you have little fights and obviously we're not yeah. gonna honey I don't have the I won't take the copay but <laughs> what sort of like what are like some of the little like you know what I mean the little stuff where you're like we get into this and it's like dumb but we get into it anyway? Yeah, yeah, fair. I, I'll I, throw I, myself under the bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I um, <laughs> I have anxiety and uh, it it manifests as uh, a need to control things and so uh, sometimes Andy I is gesturing to me, listeners. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> gesturing right to your face. <laughs> So uh, sometimes I'll do a thing where like like if I've if if we've bought all of the accoutrement to make a particular sandwich, and uh, and more leaves out a particular ingredient, I immediately start to fear that uh, it will go to waste and that uh, I'm a bad wasteful person and I am the problem with the with the world. <laughs> I'm the reason climate change is happening. My brain will just start to catastrophize, and so I will uh, very overtly try to force more to put avocado on his sandwich yeah. while. Posing it as potentially something that he wants to do for himself. Because <laughs> you can have half an avo out in these streets. Yeah, yeah. Right. And avocado is great. I'm not trying to hate. Uh, <laughs> haters welcome. Uh, you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so and for like, a while I was like, oh great, I'll put this. And then after a while I was like, wait, wait, I don't think I want an avocado. It took me a while to be like, oh wait, no, no, no. I have to say no to this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you want avocado? I'm like, no, thank you. I'm like, 
but it's funny. I think this is a thing that my mom does that I never realized. So I think I've. It's one of these ways that you grow. It you grow all as comes a woman. Back to your parents. <laughs> yeah. What Beatles song is that? <laughs> I don't know. It should be one. Yeah. They would have made it. <laughs> I don't know. Instead of fading into obscurity. Exactly. <laughs> this sounds a lot like you, Naomi. How so, Andrew? What do you mean? Manifesting anxiety as control of your partner? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Do we just break you guys up? <laughs> 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 the one <episode>. Yeah, I <laughs> is staring No, no. I was literally like, do you want to bring an example to the court? You know what I mean? <laughs> do you have an exhibit? Oh, I tend to uh this is how I stay sane with all reality. Uh, whatever's troubling me, I just put in a little box and then I forget about it. <laughs> I bury it under the rock of anxiety. <laughs> what was the rock? Anyway, rock of empathy. Yeah. <laughs> or I throw into the sea of anxiety. That's what oh, it was. Oh, that's what it was. That yeah. was the ocean. Yeah. Um, so I don't, ha- I don't know if I have an example. Okay. I just meant in general that- I mean, between without dynamic. an example to draw on, you know what I mean? It is questionable <laughs> as to whether or not this does take place. That resonates with me. <laughs> I And for, I feel like, so I can kind of throw myself under the bus a little bit. I think I get freaked out about like career stuff or shit like that. And then I'll kind of expect Ashley to deal with that emotionally. <laughs> and then when it's actually my job to deal with that stuff. And sometimes she does it really beautifully. And then sometimes if she's stressed on her own, then I realize like, oh, this is my own bullshit I have to try and handle. Mm. I feel like that's my yeah. that maybe yeah, yeah I think so probably mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's hard when you're both like in this hustle you know mm-hmm. what I mean the mm-hmm. process which I think I can I've been just distilling down to when you're both fundamentally waiting to be chosen mm. that's what this is this this work to do it mm-hmm. is just to be like I'm here right I'm here and I'm tech avail <laughs> just like waiting for someone to pick you it's uh-huh. it's like um. Do you know what the the uh, it kind of reminds me of? Like when you're in um, school at gym class and they're picking teams for something, mm-hmm. and you're just there, just standing waiting, expectantly. And yeah. as a small Jew, I was always <laughs> one of the last ones chosen, and I'm just standing there, kind of like, "Come on!" You were a chosen person, but you weren't chosen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do they ever go? Not the Jew. <laughs> in Pennsylvania, <laughs> quite yeah, often. Yeah, pretty yes. often. It is uh, uh, founded by Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Founded by Germans. That's yeah, man. To, we we talk about this sometimes, uh, and I've heard it somewhere else too. But just trying to not make Hollywood your mom and dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. trying to not Mark get... Maron's thing. It's yeah, like right. Hollywood is not your parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showbiz is not your parents. Something yeah. like that. But yeah, it's, it is. Uh, it's true. <laughs> you want to because it's an authority figure. It's this nameless formless amorphous authority figure right. that controls your destiny. Well, mm-hmm. you you project your safety onto it because it's like it feels like this thing that is going to give you money and validation or mm-hmm. whatever and if you feel unsafe fundamentally then you <laughs> are under the delusion that that shit will make you feel good forever. Right. Yeah. Which of course it won't. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. So the difficulty then is in usually in a relationship at least one person is like the rock in some <laughs> way. Right. Uh, but when both of you are in this together, then you have to, I don't know what, we're still trying to figure well, it out. Well, you like take turns being the rock. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It's just that's like, right. I guess that yeah, is it. Yeah, that's like what it is. But sometimes, I think for the most part, it does work pretty well, but then sometimes it can't line up. Yep. Right, right. right. Yeah. And that's when it's really, that's the main thing that I think gets us is when we're both in a shitty spot. I mean, that's probably every couple, but like when you when you aren't able to pass the baton back and forth for whatever reason and you both have a shitty day on the same day. Yep. 
it can like oh, and, yeah. and I feel, feel that so crazy. lately we're trying to be to say something along the lines of like maybe I love you but I just don't have the bandwidth for this something right. kind of gentle because about yeah. the, <laughs> like the fighting thing I don't I'm I don't like fighting it makes my stomach hurt terrified that I was gonna punch me for some reason you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god so, that is you Andy <laughs> Andy will literally go don't hit me <laughs> like even though I need everyone to know I've never laid a hand on this man not once but it's just like that's like what his anxiety right. impulse is like I could take a punch you know what I mean that's fine. Wait, Bort, when you were growing up did your friends were they hitty friends my friends were kind of like like not like punch hit but like if you were if you like made a joke and they're like oh that's good like hit you in the arm or something or in the leg or <laughs> I like, get it. yeah like the wrestling dudes mine weirdly <laughs> weren't too much i feel like mm-hmm. uh but i don't i what i don't like it when i see it. yeah yeah <laughs> i've seen people do that i'm like i'm glad that's not me being wrestled yeah <laughs> to the ground yeah, yeah. so i have, show I have of dominance i have ancient um uh, uh, uh ptsd right 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 uh-huh just a good and bad hits. I'm being smacked all the time, <laughs> indiscriminately. Well, for, by the people who claim to love you. Um, wow. Okay. Like playing basketball Parker with Park. my friend Kirk, and I would go for a layup, and he would just punch you in the leg and give you a Charlie horse. Oh my Jesus. God. God, I don't like people. <laughs> like, it's like so extra. It's like we are literally not winning anything. <laughs> the fact that he felt the need to do that to be like, I gotcha. Yeah, right. Like, a weird display of but aggression. That, yeah. But that was all like the friend group yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Right. But I think it also partially uh, does maybe come from like dudes aren't allowed to touch each other affectionately. So we, you just hit each other Yeah, yeah it's yeah. only you can touch somebody to be like, We're, I love you, dude. Oh! <laughs> I just punched the microphone so crazy. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's a symptom of toxic masculinity where like you can't just hug your friend. So you got to punch him. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all. You I got it. Hot takes. I was just putting a button on that. Is there, here's a question. Is there a story that you think typifies your relationship together? Oh, that's a good question. Um, do you have one? I don't know. I mean, we were, I don't know. We were talking about that, like, do other people? I feel like I should listen, think about this more. We were talking about the first bit we had was a weird, silly little bit that we loved and just built on top of it. Yeah. And to me, that, that tip, I don't even know what's worth repeating. Like it's oh, weird. it is. What's the bit? We just had this idea of this like little creature. Imagine uh, almost like a, a minion type of guy from uh, Despicable Me, I guess. But he's just like imagine this this a minion, short, mm-hmm. a minion, mm-hmm. sort of short little like mole man. But two eyes, maybe green. Two eyes, maybe green, and he only can say the word okay no matter what. So we would give each other prompts, and then the other person would interpret them and say okay. Yeah, his name was Mark. His name was Mark. <laughs> so uh, uh, Mark is on. Uh, is, is testifying in a murder case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the person says, do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Okay. <laughs> is, the per- is the person in this room who committed this crime? Okay. <laughs> it's just that kind of thing. <laughs> this is that. It'll be him having his children taken away by <laughs> stuff like that. He's only struggling, it sounds like. Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah. we would give him a- <laughs> sometimes we would give him a nice thing, like, yeah. Mark, you're going to have a daughter. Okay. <laughs> no, he would be happy on that one, I think. Okay. okay. <laughs> See, it doesn't translate. Yeah, it doesn't. But we loved it. We thought it was so funny. <laughs> no, but that is definitely. But that, no, I wanted that specific though because it is like that is your vibe in a nutshell. The relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it is like it's very silly, mm-hmm. and we are gonna ride this out. Yeah, as far as we. I mean, you should you guys like bits and goofs. Yeah. yeah, we like bits and goofs. I love a bit bit and a goof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a big thing for me because I realized like. There was a relationship I was in that was like not terrible, but it wasn't the right one. And I realized that part of the reason was that the guy wasn't very playful. And mm. I 
and it was it was good to be in that relationship because it made me realize like how important that is to me to be able to just be very goofy with someone is yeah. like a pretty essential thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely I think our our vibe too. I think so. Black Cyclops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've read, I'll throw another comic book mm-hmm. reference. Uh, the the Brian K. Vaughn comic book uh, saga. I love saga. There's a Black Cyclops mm-hmm. in it, and we make up songs about Black Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like. Black Cyclops reading a book. <laughs> he can't take the news because it's got him too shook. Black Cyclops. <laughs> it's, 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 it's always like, got to end with Black Cyclops. Yeah, right? so it's always that and then a, a rhyming and then Black Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, sure. I love that. Yours is about. more fun than ours. <laughs> yeah. Involves singing. <laughs> ours is real limited to one word. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that little guy, though. I know. He's a damn sweetheart. <laughs> he's doing his best. He's trying his best. Yeah, I think that's why we love best. him. He's trying his best. He's a little cutie. He's yeah. like, all of us is being like, okay, this he can't do anything. He's on, you know, he's in a courtroom. <laughs> but I also think there is something, you know, interesting about the fact that, you know, your earliest bit was about being agreeable. Yeah. Uh, Two people saying okay to each other. Yeah. Wow. And you, bo- and you said, you you said more. You were like, um, arguing makes my stomach hurt, which makes me think that you might be like, a relaxed, possibly people-pleasing dude? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think people like to be pleased, so I try to do that for <laughs> You are really oprah it up today, Naomi. I don't know. I'm having fun. <laughs> I think that's true, though. Yeah. I feel like you really... The the interesting thing about our relationship, too, I think, is that when we get in a in a argument, Mort is almost always the person that is trying to be conciliatory for, first. Because mm-hmm. I think when my anxiety gets activated, I I want to be taken care of first, and I don't want to have to give anything. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, more, okay, yes, Ash, we are twins. Go <laughs> on, go on. And Mort will be the first one to try to build the bridge. So he'll be, mm-hmm. he'll usually be the first one that will like try to be like, I see what's happening. I see that you're in a lot of pain. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> There's like an, you know, like an assumed like, and now you will maybe, but it takes me a little longer to get there. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really nice because I think I've gotten better at it over time. Mm-hmm. Um, with therapy, go to therapy, everybody. I mean, do whatever you want, but I go, think to <laughs> but, I think but, go to therapy. What you should want is to go to therapy. <laughs> um, is to sort of be like, oh, okay, I'm like you're saying, this is pain that came before, you know, you were even around. Is that I have the anticipation that if I like. I'm anxious and then open myself up, that'll get hurt really crazy. So I've had to learn to trust over time that like Mort actually has my best interests in heart. And like <laughs> if we have a disconnect, it's not because he's, he's... fundamentally trying to ruin you. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, it's exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what we were talking about with the like with those two women when they came by for that interview. Where I was like, it's so it takes a while because like, I assume we were interviewed for some other podcast. Yeah, but it was like this idea. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yeah, when something happens, recognizing your partner is not trying to destroy you. Totally. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all your fear systems are all that protective shit is like, yeah, this person is gonna ru- ruin me foundationally, <laughs> and they know everything about yeah, me. I've been so buttons. vulnerable yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, yeah, it becomes a really, really intense mirror. I mean, and that. I th- yes, I think the beautiful thing about Ashley and I, and also sometimes the challenging thing, is I think we're really, really, really alike mm-hmm. in a lot in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, which, you guys too. Yeah, which is not said- necessarily what I was looking for. I wasn't <laughs> like I want another Mort in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. I think it's like we. I think we feel the same things. I think it manifests itself differently. Yeah. Yes. That's I what think it that's is. true. Because yeah. I think it's like ultimately you and I are very similar, but 
Whereas you tend to be more internal. I just externalize it all. But how about mm-hmm. this? That's the thing about a mirror, right? Is that sometimes it's the exact opposite, but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Dr. Berg mm-hmm. is in session. <laughs> also, side note, it's really weird that our last names are so close together. I know. Yeah. The Burke Birch. Yeah, it's weird. It's been um, twice my last name has been misspelled as Burke since we've dated. Just oh randomly, yeah, like once like in an article in and once a letter in the mail. It's at Ashley Burke, which has n- never happened before we dated. It's very weird. Yeah. Do you have, have you, like, we've combined ours to mm-hmm. Beck Paragon. Oh, that's good. Because ours are kind are similar ish. That's kind of cool. That sounds yeah. like, a, no. like a British soccer team or something. <laughs> <laughs> and against Arsenal, Beck Paragon. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, feeling fun too. <laughs> I really feel like I'm uh, I'm eating it this episode, but uh, thank you. Really? You feel like, you're, you feel like yeah. you're eating poop, Andrew? Yeah, I feel like the the cat anxiety is really. Uh, oh, um, sure. Well, you guys seem uh, effusive and and funny and great to me. Well, yeah, we but like I, you guys a lot, so yeah, it's thanks. it's easy to kind of like push past it. But that's always there, like uh, like Doctor Doom's hand around my heart. <laughs> Okay, Doctor Doom. Do we, know, do we do we get the the prognosis from the doc? Like, yeah. they did. Well, look, it wasn't just his little ear. He's also just been being a little funky, and uh-huh. I think the ear thing was mm. pr- pretty much that final straw. Like, let's just take him. Uh huh. Got yeah. it. So they've done some blood work, and we're gonna wait. You know what I mean? So we have to yeah. wait the forty eight hours. So and yeah. I, so I think that is like waiting in that. Where for me, I can kind of shut it off. It's I can kind of just go. Well, we're just not gonna think about this uh-huh. for forty eight hours. Right. Like that's what I'm gonna do. I'm like I'm gonna live. In a world where nothing has happened. Right. Uh-huh. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, and then I will, of course, adjust. Which I think is a healthier move because you can't, worrying about it's not going to change the outcome at this point. So maybe we're similar in this way and they're similar. No, it's, like, <laughs> no, it's interesting. Like, like when, when it comes to anything real, mm-hmm. this is how I am. Like the way a normal person should be. Yeah. But the tiny stuff I really can't control and the tiny stuff that doesn't matter as much, that I will obsess over until four in the morning. I'm Morris like you. that too. I'm yeah. good in an He's emergency. He's really good in an emergency. Yep. Boom. He's really great in an emergency. Yeah, there it is. We're Anytime, for some reason, t- like a couple of times since we've dated, I've had to randomly go to uh, like the ER or urgent care. And uh, he's great. He's just like, okay, we'll go right now. And like, he's totally fine. And well, tell the dog thing, honey. Tell, <laughs> tell the dog story. There's this. There's. Gary hear a story where I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> so Mort and I were walking along. Uh, there were these two massive Dobermans that were very loosely tied to a, oh, a stop sign. Jesus. And I, they just were a on stop sign. Yeah, like some guy had like gone into like went like uh, like kind of wrapped yeah, it around wrapped the it thing around. to run into this liquor store. To run into this liquor store. Naturally, of course. <laughs> if, you're, if you're loose tying your dogs, you're about <laughs> you're to get fucking You're Dobermans. Yeah, you're yeah. loose tying your host- hostile German dogs. <laughs> so I was, we were walking. I was uh, on the side closest to the dogs. As we were approaching, they lunged and barked, and Mort, without thinking, picked me up. <laughs> and put his body between me and the dogs. Wow. And just kept walking. Wow. Because I'm an angel on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that is some ride or die shit. And he didn't even realize what he had done. He was just like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, you saved me. <laughs> and that is not what I thought I would have done in that situation. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he did immediately. Right. Yeah. I definitely would have been like, oh, I would have, I would have sprinted away. <laughs> but you didn't. You yeah. S- yeah. He wow. was like, I'll sacrifice my body to these dogs. Everything was fine, but yeah. Lord, that's amazing. Dude, I'm, mm-hmm. I was, amazing. I'm telling, after it happened, I, I was like, I don't know. It felt like somebody else had done it and I wanted to shake that person's hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my mom is like very like shifty eyed about anyone I date. And I, I think when I told her that story, she was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> as long as he'll die by dogs. <laughs> is your mom, are you and your mom pals? Uh, we're becoming pals again. Mm-hmm. I think we were like, were pals and weren't pals and are now becoming pals, which I feel like is a typical mom-daughter arc, I'm okay. hearing okay. more so. Mm-hmm. I would not know. We don't. We didn't have that arc at all. It's like we were we were friends when I was young. Mm. And then the moment I like, you know, started to push back and have opinions and not do what she told me. Uh huh. Huh? Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. She's not having it. Yeah, dude. It's hard for both parties. It's hard to be a kid like that. I think it's hard to be a parent to watch your kid be like, "This is turning into a real a human being." That's the process. You got to figure it out. Well, you're right. I agree. And I think the the thing with parents, the reason that I feel like I can become pals with my mom is that she is capable of. Self analyzation is mm-hmm. that a word? Did I make analysis? But analysis. It's okay. I'm thank with you. you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm getting the cat anxiety. I'll just blame it on that. Uh, self- it's wafting off of me. <laughs> I'm breathing it in. Um, yeah, she can like self analyze and and kind of hear what I'm saying. But my dad is the same. He's just like, I'm your father. You should respect me. I'm like, <laughs> then do some shit worth respecting, man. Stop being a turd all the time. Anyway, <laughs> it feels good to yell it into a microphone. <laughs> Stop being a turd. <laughs> I want the world to hear it. <laughs> Stop it, turd. Uh, final question. Yes. Have you ever used Mark? Mark is the minion. minion. Oh, yeah. minion. Have you ever used Mark to diffuse an argument? No. Or a bit in general? Um, did that happen recently? Maybe it did. I think it did. You said something and I laughed and it, it made me calm down. Sometimes it makes me, well, earlier in our relationship, <laughs> I think it made it would piss me off a little bit. Like you tried to joke and I was like, don't make jokes right now. It's <laughs> yeah, a real risk. <laughs> I actually, I, t- uh, I worked with someone, which I think this is the funniest. I'm just going to steal her story. <laughs> when she and her husband <laughs> are arguing, she forces them to touch tummies. So if they're in an argument, she's like, touch my, touch my tummy, your tummy. And like, and that basically, she says, solves 80% of their arguments because touching tummies yeah. is so funny. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. That is a good one. That's a good tip. Yeah. Do you guys Forcing... have a thing, a bit that? No. Every once in a while, <clears throat> I, I just know that laughter, if we're like arguing and then one of us makes a joke, usually you'll say something that's funny and then I'll laugh and then that'll kind of like diffuse things. Yeah, if it's like not a real fight, meaning if, if it's not one of those fundamental fights and it's more a product of like one of us feeling touchy, you know what oh, I mean? Meaning yeah, what has yeah, actually yeah. happened isn't that bad. Yep. Then I it's think... easier to just be like, you idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, or especially I think with me sometimes, you will think I'm mad when I'm not. Yes. Meaning like, mm. I'm just like, as you could tell, I, I, I'm, I come in hot. I'm going to be speaking intensely or like you're going to think... It's also, you know, his like intro to black women where it's like, it's going to sound like I'm mad, but it's like, I'm not, girl, relax. <laughs> You're a little extra. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am like the gum. And so there'll be times like that where he'll be like, he'll like kind of bristle thinking he's being attacked. And I'm uh-huh. like, bitch, I'm just talking at this level. Does that help when she screams bitch? Again? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In our yeah, relationship. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. In, our, in our household. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like in touchy situations, humor works for us too. Yeah, and- I, I think we're in, if we're in like a proper argument, like a core argument, it's kind of hard to diffuse that way. But I think if we're both just feeling kind of sensitive, then yeah, totally. And I, I don't, yeah, that's so hard when it gets that deep. And I, if, I don't know. Sometimes it's like you got to walk away for a while, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then really try to talk, talk through it, or whatever. Really yeah. try to communicate yeah. about it. But mm-hmm. the walking away when you live together, Fuck. hard. That's the that's the work. Figuring out how to like. Go to your corners, yeah, in the same place. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. Even if it's just like I don't know, 
I'm gonna go for an angry walk for a minute. <laughs> you know, walk it out. I feel that way too. Sometimes if you just move from a different room, like there's something yeah. about the energy in a space where you've been like heated. Yeah. You can go outside yeah. and be like, oh, there's a breeze out here. Yeah. <laughs> go or get if, some ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Get some cream going. Or if I even talk to a friend, not even about the argument we just had, but if I just like goof with a friend for a second, that can diffuse some of my stuff. And I'll be like, oh, I'm being kind of unreasonable or whatever. And it'll be easier for me to go back. Even if we didn't even talk about it, like my headspace yeah. would just be a little different. Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes you shouldn't talk about it. Sometimes I feel like, sometimes <clears throat> it's like, can we just not even get into it and just realize, like, that was dumb, that was dumb, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to unpack this. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, I'm just being an asshole. Can we not? Sometimes cliches pop into my head, and one of them is like, let sleeping dogs lie or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, there's a reason they say that. It's like, yeah. don't wake this dog up. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're on the other side. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to unpack it. You just want to throw the suitcase into the ocean. Oh, <laughs> Standing oh, ovation. <laughs> Come together. And that's how you end an episode. <laughs> Ashley and Mort, thank you for coming in. Thanks for thank having us. Thank you so much. I love this podcast. You guys are so fun. Yeah, you guys are the best. Oh, friends. oh my god, let's be friends. Okay, we'll hang it off. Yes. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I see stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we could find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee for to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host the Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.